We actually don't recommend that you log into the command line anymore. We're not taking the what? Yeah, yeah, I know, man. I, I, this has come from a CCIE too, man. I mean, I, I'm a nerd knob guy. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Network Chuck. Now, when I went to Cisco Live, one of the biggest things you asked about was what's this SD-WAN thing? And especially now, since Cisco acquired Viptela, which is a leading SD-WAN solution. So what does their product look like now? And how is it different? In this video, I'm gonna tell you what I found out. And not only that, it just got an upgrade. Let's get into it. And thanks to Cisco for sponsoring this video. Just to give you some context about what SD-WAN is, it's centered around the idea of how we connect our uh, our remote sites to our corporate office or to our, our, our central office. But it's the new kid on the block, the kid that's smarter, faster, and, and better than everyone else. <laughs> now, traditionally, when you have remote sites or branches and you wanna connect them back to your central office, typically you would rely on a, a good solid, like maybe MPLS connection. Or you might even be fancy and have like an MPLS cloud with your ISP. And you know, it, it, it works. And that was the case for one of the companies I used to work at actually. Uh, we had an MPLS deployed, but one thing about MPLS is that it's crazy expensive when you start to expand. So we started getting bigger. I'm talking 100, 200, 300 sites. What do you do about that? So with our company expanding, MPLS is super expensive. So we started to switch gears a bit and we started looking at just doing away with our MPLS circuits and going with a good old cable internet connection kind of like the one you have at your house right now, or the one I have at my house. And we deployed Cisco's DMVPN, Dynamic Multipoint VPN, which is actually what I have deployed in my house right now. This bad boy right here is my uh, DMVPN branch router. He connects back to my data center, and I've got a pretty slick DMVPN connection. Now, you might already be familiar with the concept of DMVPN, especially if you're studying for your CCNA, because it is a topic on there. Essentially, we securely connect all of our sites across the WAN wide area network well, actually, in this case, it's kind of the, the wild area network because it can get rough out there. You can't guarantee a lot of things that you can normally do just on a LAN or like a really reliable MPLS circuit. So things like voice calls and video calls, uh, guaranteeing that they sound great over a standard internet connection over the WAN using DMVPN can be kind of difficult. Now, now I, I'm painting kind of a negative picture. Yeah, I know. It did work a lot of the time. In fact, my solution right now works great, but I spent a lot, and I mean a lot of time, troubleshooting DMVPN, troubleshooting those quality issues. Now, Cisco did come out with a product called iWAN, or Intelligent WAN, which was pretty much fancy DMVPN. It put a dress on, it put some makeup, it, it, it did everything DMVPN does, but it had some uh, really advanced QoS features, uh, per tunnel QoS, integration into prime infrastructure, had some performance monitoring, and you know, it's still a great product, but we've got something new now. So Cisco goes out there and they, they buy Viptela, a, an SD-WAN vendor that's just totally killing the game. That's why Cisco bought them. <laughs> and now with their powers combined, we've got something pretty killer now. But why do we need something else right now? Well, because what we're doing has changed a lot. Because it used to just be about site-to-site -site connectivity. All the things my branch needed to connect to was back at corporate. So it was really simple. Just make sure your connection back to corporate was really, really great. Boom, okay, good. But now we have all these other cloud services. I mean, you might be using Office 365 or uh, Dropboxing and Google Drive. And then we're even putting some of our infrastructure in the cloud. So we have AWS and we have uh, Google Cloud and Azure and it's, oh my gosh, and we're not just going back uh, to the central office anymore. We have to make sure all these things work amazing too. So we needed something smarter to help us with our wild 
area network. I've been talking a lot about network programmability and intent-based networking, you know, basically giving your network a brain. That's what SD-WAN is. It extends intent-based networking to your WAN. Now, I'm gonna crank the lever to high level because this could be discussed for hours at length. Cause I mean, this the session I went to at Cisco Live was over an hour. So let me give you a quick overview of what Cisco's SD-WAN solution is now. Within the SD-WAN infrastructure, there are four key pieces. We've got the data plane, we've got the control plane, which is called vSmart, management, which is called vManage, and then vBond, which is like the orchestrator. Data plane, we're already familiar with. It's our routers. Within this SD-WAN solution, you can use your ISR 4K routers, even ASR routers and the new 1000 series ISR routers. And there are also some other like uh, tele-specific things like V-Edge, their own specific hardware for the solution. But the data plane, just so you know, is pretty much our routers. Now, time to get a little Twilight Zone on you here. <laughs> it's really cool, but really strange for me as a network engineer. With this solution, we're ripping the control plane out of the router. We still have the data plane there. With the control plane, where all the routing decisions and everything happen, we're ripping that out. Huh? I have Aaron here. He actually came from Viptela, and he's a, well, he's a CCIE, so he knows a little bit of stuff. Um, he's gonna kind of break it down and tell us what it is. So Aaron, take it away, man. Perfect. With Viptela, what we did was we kind of stole a page from the SDN playbook, right? So if you're familiar with SDN, software-defined networking, the concept is, is that we're decoupling some of the more CPU-intensive tasks from our routers, right? So traditionally speaking, our routers were thinking about EIGRP, OSPF, BGP, building a VPN, all kinds of stuff that burns up CPU. The concept behind SDN, or software-defined networking, or the page that we've stolen from it, is we're decoupling some of that control plane uh, capability and decoupling some of that management plane and orchestration plane capability from the routers. So now the routers, uh, they don't have to think about as much, right? So if we don't have to think about as much, that gives us a little bit more throughput, a little bit more scalability. You see, the brains of the operation are no longer just in the routers. It's in the controller, the vSmart controller. It handles almost everything, including routing. Which brings me to the other strange part. With DMVPN, you would have a routing protocol that you would use to exchange routes so the sites know how to get to one another. So maybe yeah, GRP, which is what I use, OSPF, BGP, things like that. But in this solution, they have their own routing protocol. What? Yeah, it's called OMP, or Overlay Management Protocol. We are not going to go into the nuts and bolts of that today because that would take a lot. <laughs> but it's basically like BGP. But it's not BGP. So our data plane, our routers, our edge devices, will connect to this vSmart controller, the, the control plane that's been separated from our routers, and they will talk to him to get their routes, all their updates, everything. You see, it's no longer about building neighborships and friendships between routers so they can exchange routes. Things that we are used to and know and love, right? It's kind of weird. Instead, the routers just talk to one guy, vSmart, and he tells them how to get to everything. He tells them how to get to branch A and to branch C without having to exchange routes with everybody else. vSmart knows everything. Now, the routers will have IPsec tunnels between them for communication, but no routing updates happen between them. It's all to be smart. That's that's crazy. <laughs> okay, why is this even cool? Why do we even care about this? Well, the first thing is it's not as complex as it used to be. When you have a couple hundred or maybe even a couple thousand sites, I uh, don't know if you know this, but routing can become quite complex. <laughs> By the way, if you have something like that, let me know in the comments below, for we are all really curious. But our control plane, vSmart, simplifies this for us. Oh yeah, you got PBR, you got access lists, you got all kinds of weird routing updates and stuff like that that you gotta worry about. Right. We make it simple. We make it simple with vManage. And not only that, but to support a large infrastructure with thousands of sites, you have to scale up 
your hardware, you have to scale up your hubs and everything, it gets really complex and expensive. It takes a toll on you, but vSmart can scale like nobody's business. They scale out horizontally, so if we notice that uh, we need to scale out a little bit further, we've got a merger, we brought on 100 more sites, we need more vSmart controllers, that's fine. We can spend up more VMs to handle that load. Compare that with traditional methods, with IWAN or DMVPN, that might mean we, we might need a bigger box uh, within the data center. So now we need an ASR 1006 instead of a 1001 or 1002, right? Now we just spin up a new VM to handle that extra load. In one of the Cisco live sessions, uh, the Viptela guys were giving a presentation. They said that one of their customers in, in one of their deployments has over 6,000 routers. That's intense. Okay, cool. It helps us with scale. But why is vSmart so smart? Uh, well, here is one thing that just blew my mind because this was something I struggled with a lot when I was deploying branches. In a lot of branches, you might have uh, a primary internet connection, it might be a cable modem, it might be like an MPLS connection even. Then you'll have a secondary backup internet connection, which could also be cable uh, and maybe even a 4G LTE device. Now, sometimes circuits would go down and we would have failover built in. It would fail over to the uh, secondary circuit that works. But then you have other times where performance for some apps might just suck over one circuit. It wasn't down, it was just degraded because of whatever wild area network fight was going on out there. Now, because it wasn't down, it wouldn't fail over. But to your end user, the whole internet may have been down because their voice call sounded ridiculous, right? Well, vSmart can have these, it's called app-aware uh, routing policies. It's sort of like SLA, but on steroids, of course. So for example, you could say for voice, if the primary connection doesn't have at least 150 milliseconds of latency or below, then switch over to the secondary circuit. Okay, that's pretty stinking cool. So it'll monitor voice quality. If the voice quality is really sucky on that circuit, it'll switch over. That's pretty slick. And it's constantly monitoring this. Now I told you about the on-ramp, right? No? Okay, well, cloud is big. I don't know if you heard about cloud stuff, right? And you're probably using Office 365. vSmart can also help out with those connections. Now this is pretty, mind blown. So vSmart will pretend it's a user. So let's say Office 365. It'll pretend it's a user. It will initiate a connection and measure that performance as if it were a user. And then it will you know, come back and give you a score or a rating telling you how great it did or how poorly it did. So looking back at a branch office, you might have you know, primary internet connection then a backup and maybe even a tertiary, a third. It would look at all of these paths and in a normal situation where you might just have your primary circuit up and the rest are just kind of sitting there idle. With vSmart, it will analyze each path and determine which one has the best performance for Office 365, and it will send that traffic down. Dynamically, you don't have to worry about it, and it's always monitoring this. And shoot, it might even route you back over these to the central office and out their internet connection if they notice a better performance, which is kind of crazy. It won't only just monitor your internet performance out, just out your, your internet connection there. It will monitor the central office's internet connection. If your MPLS connection back there gives you better performance for Office 365, it will go down that. That's that's awesome. And this brings me to one of the brand new shiny features just released. They've added some new stuff to their on-ramp feature specifically for Office 365. vSmart can now dig deeper into Office 365 and analyze which connection is best for each app. So Skype might be doing really great on the primary circuit while Outlook is screaming on the secondary circuit and it will route accordingly. With this efficiency, they said they've been able to increase speeds up to 40%. That's that's pretty smart. I mean, that's, that's just cool. Now, of course, one of the biggest concerns with the whole wild area network thing is security, right? Especially when you're talking about cloud. Everyone's like, 
cloud, security, we have to protect everything. Let's bring it all back in house. So how do you keep everything safe when you're just throwing all your traffic out into the wild? Now SD-WAN, like DMVPN and most VPN solutions already has IPsec, keeping your traffic nice and tucked in and safe, right? But it also has this killer feature where you can segment traffic with VPN. Well, I say VPN, that's that's what they call it. It's more like a VRF. So you can segment traffic based on like a, an application. And this app can basically have its own network and it doesn't touch anything else as it goes across the same circuit as everything else. And let's say your, your internet circuit was like a highway. This would be like all of your apps sitting on one bus versus sitting all in individual cars driving down the highway. In a typical VPN, all your traffic would be safe, nice, secure on its own bus away from all the other drivers. But every app and every type of traffic on your network is sharing the same smelly air on that bus. This feature kind of allows you to put your apps in their own special vehicle or their own car. Still safe, still encrypted, but separated from your other traffic. And since we're talking about security, here is another new feature they're coming out with now. They're taking a pretty giant, like huge leap with security on the WAN. How would you like next-gen firewall capabilities built into your SD-WAN solution? Well, that's what they're doing. <laughs> they're now adding advanced security features to SD-WAN. I'm talking an application-aware enterprise firewall, IPS, DNS layer enforcement with their umbrella product, which by the way, do you, do you remember OpenDNS? I've used it for uh, URL filtering at my house. Well, Cisco bought them, and this is what they did with it, their new product, umbrella. So yeah, you get URL filtering built in with your SD-WAN solution. Okay, that's pretty cool. You're basically getting the best of what Cisco has to offer with their security uh, portfolio baked into your SD-WAN solution. With all of this, I mean, honestly, it's starting to feel more like we're taking the WAN, which is wide open and scary. And it's starting to feel more like a LAN. We're able to segment traffic. We're able to secure it with enterprise firewall features. It's, it's pretty cool. And you can manage all of this, I'm talking every piece that we've talked about so far from one single pane of glass. And that's the management piece, the vManage. Deployment, management, and now security all in one place, the vManage console. I demoed it at Cisco Live, and I think you can demo it now even if you wanna check it out. Uh, you can still access the CLI of all your all your devices managed by vManage if you if you want, if you're feeling nostalgic, right? And you, and you can do it through vManage. You can access the CLI through vManage, which is kind of neat. We actually don't recommend that you log into the command line anymore. We're not taking the what? command line. Yeah, yeah, I know, man. I, I, this has come from a CCI too, man. I mean, I, I'm a nerd knob guy. We're not going to prevent you from logging into the command line. If you want to get in there and configure through there, by all means, go ahead, right? Some people troubleshoot better from the command line. I do. Yeah. You can still log into the command line and have fun with it, no problem. But everything you can do in the command line, you can do within vManage, so we recommend you do it through vManage. But honestly, you'll probably end up using the GUI because it's so killer, and even the APIs. So just like DNA Center has APIs you can tie into stuff, vManage has the same thing. You can integrate APIs and just automate the junk out of your SD-WAN solution. Now speaking of automation, you, you know I mentioned this was like an intent-based networking, network programmability thing for your WAN. Well here it is. It's the vBond portion, the fourth little part of this solution. vBond is the orchestrator. When you're deploying your branches, your routers just need to be able to reach vBond through IP address or DNS in, in the WAN, and then they are just auto-magically configured 
based on what you've designed in V-Manage. Final one here, which is V-Bond. I like to think of him as the town gossip, right? His job, when these guys boot up for the very first time, when they have a factory default config on them, they don't know where to go. They don't know where, what to do, right? So the first thing they're gonna do is reach out to VBond or reach out to a cloud service that we host at Cisco. Cisco will then redirect that router to your organization, to your customer's organizations, VBond, right? This router will then check in with VBond. VBond's then gonna authenticate and say, do I recognize this serial number? Do I recognize the certificate coming off of this router? As long as it passes those two checks, VBond will start gossiping about the network. Oh, here's your, v, here's your vSmart IP addresses, here's your vManage IP addresses, here's everything else, uh, all the other sites that you can go connect to, right? This applies to, you know, branch to branch connectivity, branch to corporate office connectivity, and even connections to IaaS, or infrastructure as a service, like AWS, Amazon Web Services. Securely connecting your network to the cloud can be kind of cumbersome, uh, but vManage automates this. I mean, you answer a few questions through like a little questionnaire, and then you walk away and it automatically deploys all these scripts to just boom, connect you to AWS or whatever your cloud infrastructure is. Now I could geek out about this stuff forever because dealing with branches and remote sites has been a large part of my career. Um, it's a lot to troubleshoot when you are trying to make a solution work great. And up until now, uh, it's been nearly dang impossible. I spent so much of my time troubleshooting issues. Uh, I barely had time to do things that I liked or loved, like voice or learning programming. But anyways, that's what SD-WAN is, and that's what it looks like from Cisco's perspective now. Now, if you wanna geek out on some of the uh, Cisco Live sessions, um, I, I watched it again after <laughs> I came back from Cisco Live. You can check that out in a link below. And if you wanna learn anything else about the SD-WAN solution, please click the links below. You can try out the vManage console. You can learn more about what this is and how it can help your company. Because that's, that's how things are going right now. Uh, we need smarter things to help us securely connect our branches our sites, and also securely connecting to the cloud. And let me know what you guys think. What solution are you using? How many branches and sites do you have? Are you already using SD-WAN? Is it through Cisco? Is it through another vendor? Let us know below. I'm curious. Anyways, guys, that's about it. I'll catch y'all later.